0: Welcome in to Lion's Share Podcast. This year, it sucks. Next year, it's us. That's right. It's the Super Bowl preview. Shout out Alex Anzalone for the quote there. Chiefs taking on the San Francisco 49ers in the Super Bowl. That is Super Bowl 58. We're going to preview that as well as give you Lions updates first. By the way, the welcome back, welcome in, totally stolen by Colleen Wolf on NFL Network on opening night of the Super Bowl, by the way. Cease and desist to the NFL Network. All right. Can't wait till the Lions are in this game. I'm just hoping it's next year. Hoping that Alex Anzalone is right. What did you guys make of the article Anzalone wrote to the Lions fans of Detroit?
1: I thought it was really good. I thought he did a really good job of tying in just the, the, the emotions of the season, the emotions of losing bringing it back to his family and how it made him more grounded. Uh, and then just talking about how like they'll be back next year. Like He believes that they can be back. So I thought the whole article was cool. He, I mean, he very much is just like football is amazing. But at the end of the day, I'm still a, like a human with a family. I don't know. He did a really good job.
2: Yeah, what's, what's weird is I didn't really expect this to come from him. Uh, but it makes all the sense in the world. Captain of the team pretty much the leader of that front defense there. Um, And I can say he's probably garnered a few more fanzalones into his uh, repertoire there. And I can say no doubt will there be a fanzalone hair giveaway next year at a home game.
0: And my goodness, I don't know if he's got a background in literature writing, but dude can write. I don't know if he got assistance with this, but this is really well done, really well written, super motivating to the team, to the players. To the coaching staff, to the fans, I mean, that got me fired up. That was the fuel that I needed to get through this Super Bowl and look forward to next season. Um, were you guys at all concerned when I sent it to you with the, with the title that it was? Kind of felt like, to me, when I saw the title, he's retiring.
1: It definitely looked like he was retiring or leaving.
2: <laughs> yeah, it almost felt like he was ready to just hand the torch over to Jack Campbell. <laughs> yeah, it's what
0: it, it, seemed, it seemed very oddly worded the title, but um, nonetheless, an awesome article. If you haven't checked it out, shareholders, we will link it down below in the description. Uh, we also had Brad Holmes doing his press conference this week on Monday, I believe the day was. Once again, this will be linked in the description of the show notes, shareholders, but my goodness, I want to talk about a dude standing on business as the kids are saying. I mean, my goodness, dude brought receipts from everybody, didn't matter who the journalist was, they were all taking shots. Uh, Detroit media, national media, who cares? He, there were no, uh, nobody, nobody was safe uh, in that press conference. What did you guys think of Brad Holmes and the straight fire that he was bringing?
2: Uh, I got to say, this is why we stick to the motto here at the Lion Chair podcast. And Dan and Brad, we trust. They can't make a wrong decision in my eyes right now. I love that he was calling out uh specific reporters. Um, and, you know, if he wants to roll that villain arc back, it really seems like he's off to a good foot. Yeah, I think, I mean, he's leaning in,
1: right. And he's leaning in on himself, on Dan, on the franchise, the city. I think he's doing, he is, he's playing the GM role, but like with more spotlight on him than I think a lot of other GMs have. And he's doing a really, really good
3: job of it.
0: Yeah, kind of like almost uh, an owner role more than a GM role at this point. Um, It makes me wonder what he's got cooking up for the draft uh, here in a couple months because we've seen him knock it out of the park several times, several years here, and now it seems like he's ready to throw everything at this draft in this offseason to build a Super Bowl contender for next year, build on what they've already built.
2: And arguably in one of their worst spots uh, in this draft, you know, as far as farthest back in the first round, no fourth rounder. It's got a lot of things going against him here.
0: Yeah, didn't quite get the uh, poll results that I wanted to see from the last episode. Shame on you shareholders who didn't vote. We've Try to, you know, try to gauge the shareholders based on if they thought the Lions would trade up from 29 and whether that would be into the top 10 or, you know, somewhere in the middle um or move up just a few picks. Didn't quite get the, the the voting that we would like to see on that. I think uh it only got one vote. Uh and I won't say where that one vote came from, but I digress. Shareholders, we appreciate you and everything you've done for us this year. We're going to need you to come out to the polls a little bit more. Need you to do your civic duty. Uh
2: not Anyways. gonna lie, very confused on the direction that that was going in, and I was so glad that's where it ended up.
0: Where did you think it was going? Now I'm curious.
2: I thought we were about to berate all the shareholders out there. I'm glad we uh, looked in the mirror.
0: <laughs> yeah, to so the board itself. You gotta go to the board first. You can't go to the shareholders first. You gotta go to the board first. Oh, yeah. Well, anyways, glad you guys got some entertainment out of that one. Let's talk about something a little bit more somber. What do we think about Frank Ragnow? Obviously, he's taken some time. The team has said, you know, give him some time here to make his decision. He's had injury after injury, a lot of them long-term plagues. So um, what do we think the odds are that Frank Ragnow returns next season?
2: Mitchell, do you want to start the chant with me?
3: One more year. Oh, there you go.
0: One more one year. More year.
1: Pretend I'm saying that too. I think he comes back. I think he's at
3: least one, right? Like he'll give it a.
0: Oh, I thought you were. I thought you were in,
3: in, imitating Frank there. Thought process. No. <laughs> Andrew. I thought you were going to got Duval.
2: I think he's got one more in the tank. I I, I really think he's coming back for this one more year. And them getting to the NFC Championship and falling short, I think, it's probably going to be the Ben Johnson motivator. Unfinished business. Seems like that's the uh, motto going around here early 2024 season. And I think he joins that train. I think they give this thing one more year to really pan out the Dan Campbell experience. And, uh, I mean, you know they're really close. He,
1: to Andrew's point, too, I think he likes Dan too much. Like, he's been doing too much of defending Dan to not give him at least one more year.
3: <laughs> Thank you. Uh,
0: yeah, he's got so much hunger. I mean, for him to grit it through the NFC championship, just to let that alone, shows how much hunger he's got. I think, uh, are we in agreements, like, though? But this is probably it, right? If he does come back, I think he does you know seventy seventy thirty here in the chat i I see I'm not sure who put that in there, but what are we thinking like maximum one more year for him?
2: I think that's all his foot's gonna hold out. I mean who's to say we even get a full season out of him next year. We're probably gonna i mean who's who's to say yeah, knock on wood, but i I think he's gonna do everything he can on his end um you know I think he's pretty much foregone a toe, right That's the diagnosis.
0: Yeah, it's not pretty. Um, it looks probably something like the picture I saw this week of LeBron James's foot on the beach. My God, is that thing ugly. No offense, LeBron. But
1: His foot's been in bad shape for, like, years.
0: Has it? I think I, I guess so. maybe I was mistaking it with, with Antonio Brown's foot, which was crazy, too, in that cryotherapy thing. That was wild. Oh, here we go. We're moving down. This is
3: crazy. Shareholders, you can't see the video, but. Mitch's desk is a transformer
2: to that credit, though, where we are losing him, possibly losing Frank, possibly losing Jonah, which seems like Graham's going to come back. I don't I don't think there's anything signed in paper yet, but it seems like he's going to be back. Um, and then who who am I missing? Taylor Decker seems like he's going to be back as well. And then you've got your foundation of Penne. So Taylor, I don't know how many more years Decker has in the chamber as well.
0: Yeah, what is Decker like? I think he's about our age, probably like 30, 30 30-ish, 31 maybe at the most. Um, But you're right. This is is the lifeblood of this team, this offensive line. And if, in theory, you lose Jonah Jackson to free agency and they don't resign him, and in theory, if you were to lose Frank Ragnow, Taylor Decker, thirty years old, confirmed. That's that's uh, important that you fill those voids and you fill them quick because you can't have this offensive line lose a beat. We think we'll get Ragnar back next year, but you do have to build in the draft for sure. They've got to get at least one, if not two, linemen in the draft. Don't don't you don't you think?
2: I do, and I think that's going to be one of their big offseason signings as well. I think they're going to go get somebody a uh, big name on the offensive line and really just beef it out
3: completely.
0: Any names that you have on your radar? God, or,
3: no,
0: I mean, no,
2: I was just going to say, I'm going to be wildly oh, we wow. Start dropping names. I, I mean, there's there's a lot of big boys, but you got to think they're either you're you're going guard,
0: going goth, going guard. I'm trying to look at yeah, the. Uh, I've got to. the 200. And, sorry, I've got the 200 and however many free agents that there are on this list. Uh, I know there are some offensive tackles, guards, and centers. Lloyd Cushenberry from the Denver Broncos. Offensive line right there. Cushenberry. It's quite the last name. Uh, Jermaine Illuminor from the Las Vegas Raiders. That's a
3: tackle. Uh, Graham came
2: from from the Broncos. Might get another one.
3: Good thought. Dalton Risner.
2: We gave him to the Broncos first.
0: It's true. It's a little, hey, how you doing? Dalton Risner of the Minnesota Vikings, a guard. Uh, er- Ezra Cleveland from the Jacksonville Jaguars, another guard. Um, there's a lot. So we'll see. We'll see if Andrew's prediction rings true. But I think in the draft for sure, you- you'll see at least one, if not two. And perhaps, you know, they bring some guys in. Speaking of bring some guys in, this is pretty meh on the news but it could be something bigger in the future. Tra- Traquan Smith signed today the ex-New Orleans St. wide receiver, which was, a, if I'm not mistaken, memory serves, he was a third-round pick in 2018, something like that. I know for sure he was a third-round pick uh, just a couple of years ago. Um, so they signed him today to a reserves contract. Not much we can really make from that, but that's the latest signing to the Detroit Lions. Um Mitch, this is a little bit of a topic for you as far as new jerseys go. If they were to come out with a black jersey, because we haven't talked much about this, you've mentioned the black jersey, wanting a black jersey for the Lions. Do you see that jersey as a main jersey, whether it's home or away, or do you see it as an alternate and kind of replacing those grays that they have right now?
1: Ooh, I think alternate for the grays, for sure. I think the, the Honolulu blue and the white look too good. I, I wish they would switch... I like I like for a way, either the all whites or white with blue might actually be my favorite combo. Um, and honestly for home, I like the blueberries. I think they look good in the blueberries right now, uh, but I would not mind black. I think black for alternate instead of the gray makes sense. I, I think I said it Sunday black, if black with that new blue helmet would just pop.
0: Any concerns about the black uniforms coming back from the last time that they went in oh, 16. No, 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 no. Okay. All right, put it to bed then. Didn't even say it. Tommy, cut that. Uh, I can get behind that. I've, I haven't voiced much pleasure for the black jerseys, but if it was an alternate, I could get I could get with it. Andrew, do you uh, have any feelings towards a black uniform as an alternate, or do you think it's more of a, a mainstay?
2: Uh, I, I would just, I, I don't care if they bring back the blacks. I would just rather them get rid of the grays. Let's retire this. That uh, I think that ship has sailed.
0: I think we're safe with that. I think that's guaranteed to happen. I think with the new redesign, I think we'll lose the Grays. And that's okay. They had their time. They had their moment. But it's time to move on from them. Um, And if they do go with the black uniforms at home or away or whenever it falls next season, you know what we got to hear in the speakers if it's Ford Field. We've got to have some ACDC back in black. That's a guarantee. Dan's going to love it. The fans are going to love it. Going to need to have it. Need to have it. Uh, Andrew, see, or somebody in this chat just dropped in new wide receivers coach. Are they losing Antoine randall
2: Did Am I wrong? Did he not take a job somewhere else? Or was he just being looked at for another
3: role? I haven't seen it. Let's, I let's don't, see. I know was the coach for the Raiders.
0: Currently the wide receivers coach for the Detroit Lions of the National Football League, according to Wikipedia for Antoine randall L. Oh, they did. He did. Yeah, he did. Interview for the Bucks OC job.
2: Yep, that's what it was. Okay, I thought I remembered that he uh, he had that opportunity. Correct, and I I almost wanted him to take it. And with Calvin Johnson coming back into the uh, into the fold, seemingly to get him involved as a wide receivers coach would be incredible. I, I don't think it's that big of a surprise to see him get interviews for an OC
0: job. Look at what he's done with these offensive. Uh, with these weapons from the wide receiver core. He's been here, uh, I don't know if he was pre-Dan or if he came in right with Dan, but I mean, look at the numbers you've gotten from the wide receiver core. Obviously, you can credit a lot of that to Dan and Brad uh, as well as Ben Johnson, but uh, I think you got to give a lot of credit to Antoine randall L. I I think he's underrated coaching uh, coach on the staff. A lot of credit to him. So it doesn't surprise me that he's getting OC, OC looks, um, at least interviews. I would be surprised to see him get a job but I think down the line, you know, former player, uh, very, very good with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Surprised the Pittsburgh Steelers didn't uh, give him an interview. Maybe they did uh, and, and landed with Artie Smith. But yeah, there you go. Matt Smith, I mean, sorry. My apologies. Yeah, disgusting. All right. Did you guys see anything else that uh, happened in, from the Lions this week that we didn't talk about?
1: Signed a bunch of
2: dudes. Uh, We covered covered, uh, Jameer Gibbs freaking out on roller coasters all last week. I think we're good on the Pro Bowl. Let's close it. Aiden did look good in the
3: uh, tug of of war. almost said tug of rope.
2: Aiden always looks good, though.
3: It's true. He He had had uh,
2: a breakout year.
0: He did. Oh, Andrew, breakout year. There's a topic for us. We'll, yeah, we'll talk about say, our breakout stars for next year. but
1: Well, I was just going to say, Andrew, would you say Aiden had a better or worse season than his rookie year?
2: I believe he led the league in pressures, so <laughs> that get, says in the something. Or total I, was, year? I was just trying to pull up the stats right now. I thought you were going to eat some more clock for me.
3: Nom, 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 nom,
0: I I don't, yeah. I mean, like, gut reaction? his rookie year was better. But I think, I, w- that, I think Aider's right. It's like he, he probably had more, more production his first year in terms of the stats that everybody talked about with sacks and, and t- TFLs and things, but pressures probably more this year.
2: Yeah. I'm sorry. He didn't have uh, that many interceptions this year.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I'm trying to give him a little bit of grace because he did have a ton of pressures and he just had no one else to help him. Like, if there's anyone coming from the other side, like if James Houston comes back halfway through the year, he probably adds four sacks. Uh, It's close. I think he's I think he influenced the game in different ways.
0: Yeah, not so stat sheet stuffing more so off the stat sheet more on film. Um, But, Andrew, I was was more alluding to your tweet that you sent me on X uh, regarding Jack Campbell being a potential breakout star for 2024.
2: Yeah, um I think I'm in that camp. You know, you look at those numbers that they posed for uh Anzalone and how he's grown with the Lions since he, he came over from the Saints, correct? Followed, yes. Dan. Yeah, so he I mean I mean, you know, we hated him the first few years, and I feel like that's that's the same treatment we would have given Jack Campbell had he not been a rookie. Exactly. And you know, I mean he's getting his speed underneath him. You don't really, you don't really know what's going on in his head because he's not a social media guy, so you don't really get to see behind the curtains with him at all. In every interview, he's pretty straight laced guy, straight to the point, isn't going to beat around the bush with any of his questions. Move it and uh, answer it and move on. That is. And what they were saying with Calvin Shepard, you know, he's still in the building as well. Another underrated coach in this system, I, I think. I, I, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but do you see anybody else on the defense looking to have a, a, a bigger uh, step up in production?
3: Brian Branch. But, but I think Jack Campbell's the one. I, that's just
0: playing devil's advocate. I think it'll be Jack Campbell, but Brian Branch, probably honorable mention.
2: Well, Jack's going to be in on nearly every play. So I think he's just like by production yeah. standpoints is just going to have more opportunity.
0: Well, and and if you move on from CJ, DJ, uh, Brian Branch may play a bigger role, right, next year.
2: Well, speaking of that, did you guys see the article I sent you? Brian wants CJ back uh, in a big way, too.
1: He's young. He'll grow up one
2: day and learn. (laughs) All right, Aiden's Aiden's stats. So this year, he had 11.5 sacks, uh, 51 total tackles uh, in the postseason. Three sacks, 10 tackles. And compare that to his rookie year. He had nine and a half sacks, 52 total tackles.
3: Well, and I think this year, correct me if I'm wrong, most
0: of those, most of that, the pressures were consistent throughout the year, but the, the actual sacks and the TFLs and the tackles, I think more so in the second, the latter half of the year, right? Am I right there?
2: Yeah, I would, I would venture to go your way it seemed like it was you know right there on the edge could never really close it out we had all these mobile quarterbacks would would break contain seemed like he was right there on the edge of a lot of these sacks and yeah second half of the season seemed to go his way he
1: averaged more sacks per game
2: last year
0: there you go less games too
2: sorry we
1: played more games (laughs) i'm just saying he averaged more sacks per game you averaged .59 sacks per game last year, 0. .57 sacks per game this year. I'm going to roll your fucking eyes at me, bud. You brought this up. You wanted to do stats. <laughs> we talked about Aiden, and you're like, oh, I'm going to look up the stats.
2: And you left. You can't see my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
0: uh, uh, yeah, yeah, um, um, What was I going to say? <laughs> uh, regarding that matter uh in Hutchinson very good player uh what was I gonna say I don't know um plays for Aiden. the
2: Detroit Lions correct
0: ex-Michigan Wolverine this isn't helping me get to
3: where I was trying to let's run an ad good. break and then maybe on the other side of the ad I'll remember it all right
0: thank you to us for kicking it to us here Let's talk about uh, the, the old SB, the Super Bowl. Kansas City Chiefs versus San Francisco 49ers. Forgot to put 49ers in the notes there. 6.30 Eastern, going to be on Nickelodeon this year and CBS. Uh, but mainly, obviously, who's going to tune into the CBS broadcast and listen to Romo and Nance? You're going to want to watch Nickelodeon and watch Spongebob and Patrick for sure. Uh, first ever time that the Super Bowl will be on Nickelodeon, so that's going to be fun. 49ers, one and a half point favorites in this one. The over-under sits at 47 and a half. Mitch, I think you have some prop bets for us.
1: A Couple of the best prop bets that I found. Either team to kip a, kick a game-winning field goal plus 800. I kind of like that one. I feel like that's a pretty good value. Uh, how often do we see game-winning field goals and? With the the spread being a point and a half, you got to think everyone thinks it's going to be a close game. So, either team to kick a game winning field goal, plus 800, good value there. Offensive lineman to score, plus 4,000. Again, we all love to see the big boys get in the end zone. I think that's kind of a fun one. Maybe you put five bucks on it. You walk walk away with a nice dinner for you and your significant other. Those are my two favorite prop bets for the Super Bowl. You could always go with the coin flip. I think it's plus 100 either way, just to get your blood pumping right out of the gates.
0: Oh, yeah. Parlay that with something else to get you a little bit of a bump on your parlay, right? Am I doing things right? No. Okay. That's why I don't gamble. (laughs) Legally. Can't gamble here, by the way. Thank you, Texas. Andrew, you're looking forward to your big you big alternate broadcast guy. You
2: looking forward to this on uh, Nickelodeon? Uh, probably not going to be tuning into the Nickelodeon broadcast. Uh, I I feel like that was going to have uh a good seven and a half minute delay. It's my thoughts. Oh no 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 no! It's not it's
0: not like the Toy Story. It's not like that.
2: God, it was that bad?
0: That's just going to have slime time, and and uh, they're going to pick up. They're going to do artificial intelligence, AR.
2: Yeah, well, the Amazon Prime had quite the delay, so I can't imagine Nickelodeon's going to be doing any better. Seven and a half minutes? How can you have... How can there not be legal gambling in Texas? You can do
1: whatever you want in Texas, but you can't gamble.
0: Nope. Can't smoke weed either.
1: What a stupid place to live. How dumb are you?
0: Libs are taking over the world, dude. 110 degrees in the summer.
1: Starting in
3: southwest Michigan. Or wherever someone is, uh, Southwest. Yeah, you want to give him my right. uh, phone number too. Dox. i was talking about you. Oh,
0: cool. Dox him <laughs> and the cat too. They are they are going to have doink camps on the CBS broadcast. This is something that gets they even my know what eye that means. Could, They've got cameras in the goalposts.
1: In the goalposts. Don't they always have cameras in the, the upgrades
0: In the uprights. In the I'm uprights. sorry.
1: I'm sorry to anyone who's here for Ben. I'm just being mean at this point, grumpy, so I apologize.
0: Of which there are many, by the way. Lots of people share <laughs> tune in just for me, I think. Uh but the doink cams, those will be cool. Those are like the second time ever they've used them. Used them in the preseason as a test. Um so so are there any any bets in the betting market as far as kicks field goals i should say hitting the uprights
1: oh doink odds
3: there, somebody's got to be doing it DraftKings, FanDuel, espn bet anyway if there's
0: a doink cam we're going to get a great angle of it and it's going to be nice and noisy plus 375 <laughs> for a doink in the super bowl Wait a minute! You're telling me that's a three plus three seventy five, but a, a game winning field goal is plus eight hundred.
1: Well, first of all, first of all, well, what do you? Which way are you arguing?
0: I'm saying it. You're telling me it's less likely that there's going to be a game winning field goal than a doink. Evidently, oh, I think plus eight hundred to win the uh, game winning field goal is way better odds than like. You want me to lock likelihood. that in for you right now? No, you wouldn't you would never have to be a bet, uh, a bookie for me. No, I wouldn't ever ask you to do that for me.
1: You texted me and Andrew about it like not that long ago. Well, and then you never <laughs> nothing came nothing came of it. So
0: Yeah, see, because I respect the rules of this great state and nation. Thank you.
1: Well, it's not the rules of the nation. It's just the one, it's just the one state.
0: Some of us are real patriots, and speaking of patriots, R.I.P. Toby Keith, a legend i going to save that for later, but this felt like the time to do it.
3: American it?
0: girls, American guys <laughs> will always stand up and so always recognize. All right. If enough people haven't tuned out yet, let's talk about some Super Bowl foods. Super Bowl foods. Do you guys have anything, uh, a favorite Super Bowl food or anything that you have planned to make or a significant other plan to make for you? Andrew.
2: Uh, well, yeah, you know, I don't do much cooking in this household, but wings, I think uh, here's my hot take wings are going to take a back seat this year. At the at the Thanksgiving oh. Thanksgiving, Shoosh. the Super Bowl, the <laughs> Super Bowl tables. <laughs> I'm ready for a feast. If anybody can tell, uh, I think they're taking a back seat this year. I think we're gonna have Smash Burgers take a front stage at a lot of Super Bowl parties. I think that's all the rage, and then we're getting dips, wings. See you later. I could
1: I I. I think I agree. I don't know. I'm st- I'm stuck on Thanksgiving. He's definitely right about Smash Burgers. Smash burgers are all the rage. It's listen, <clears throat> Smash Burgers are good. I don't think anyone's gonna be like, I don't like Smash Burgers. I've kind of had enough of Smash Burgers, though. I'd like to go to a restaurant and just have baggage. Like, like Pink Panther, bag. Yeah, give me a big veiny triumphant bastard. I don't need these squishy patties every place I go. Uh, but yeah, we'll probably just chill and do like bowl cereal or something.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, one one person that agrees with the smash—well, I don't know about Smash Burgers, but, but burgers in general—that's the college football expert. He's a big, big burger guy. So if he's listening, he's going to appreciate that. Um, we need to get him
1: back on. I need his thoughts on uh, Jesse Minter dipping out to the Ravens. They're they're losing quite a few guys, so we need to we need to get Drew back on to talk college football and talk state of the union for Michigan.
0: For sure, no doubt. And I uh, saw this, too. A uh, little wrinkle here. Nick Saban going to be heading to college game day. So they're adding another seat to college game day.
2: Or are we kidding? Lee Carso is seeing his way out. This is the perfect way to do it.
0: All right. Mr. Ticonderoga Ticonderoga's gone
2: from us, you're telling me?
1: you telling me he's going to keep doing this? Did we make our Super Bowl picks yet?
0: Uh, No. No, what else? We've got Usher. Usher halftime. Mitch, you're probably the biggest Usher fan in this group chat. Um, what do you think? Are you more excited for Usher than you were for Rihanna?
1: Oh no, God no! Oh no! Okay. Anybody who knows me knows Rihanna's queen. So let's let's get that straight right now. Rihanna is is Bay is everything. <laughs> I am an Usher fan though. Anyone who says they don't like Usher is a liar or a communist, possibly both.
0: Heard it here first, folks. Andrew doesn't listen to music, just a big audiobook and podcast guy, so I'm not going to send anything your way, but uh, Mitch, is your favorite song My Boo?
2: Yeah, I've got My Boo on there. Can I ask a question? (laughs) When? Sure. (laughs) Sorry, I was just saving the shareholders. Uh, When was his last release?
3: (laughs) Oh. Ooh well as far as song
0: goes oh oh songs 20 i don't know i would i would guess like he probably came out with something in the last year or so but we just don't know about it
1: (laughs) that's a good question but that doesn't matter would you would you say would you say the same thing about I don't know, rock bands like Metallica. Would you say the same thing about like, oh, Metallica's no good because they haven't come out with a song. Oh, ACDC or in, insert person here.
2: You know what? You're right. We did have the Rolling Stones, I believe, in Detroit that year. So fair Jeez. enough. Maybe it was Tom Petty. I don't know. I think he also made an appearance on that list. Um, I think what Ben really wants to drive home, though, uh, who's he bringing out? Ben's got thoughts, but who's he bringing with him? You know, it's never a solo act.
0: Beebs. Justin Bieber. I think I think we'll see Biebs out
3: there. By the way, I'd be down for that too. Big, I'm a big,
2: I'm a big Justin Bieber fan. Oh, you, I didn't know that. Do you that. think Taylor comes out of the box and like zip lines down to oh, center she, stage? I feel like she, she's got to be a lock for next year.
3: There's didn't gonna be she a problem I think Actually she turned it down, down this year, but
1: did you guys see the stat where she generated like 335 million dollars in revenue for the NFL this year?
2: How is that calculated?
1: Oh. I think it's just calculated by incremental viewership since she since she started going to like going to the games, and it has to be like jersey sales. I'm sure they're tracking jersey sales.
0: How much money do you think the Lionshare podcast has generated
2: for the NFL?
3: Millions.
2: jersey sales uh, through the roof. Um, does Taylor For have a jersey? Is that what you're trying to get at? I'm confused.
1: No, I just think they're pr- they're probably looking at like <clears throat> Travis Kelsey jersey sales, like the the whatever the average number per month was, and up until like Taylor Swift announcing that they were together, however it happened, and then the spike. That's what my assumption would be.
3: You
0: guys are the numbers guys.
1: In the ad revenue, they have to be looking at the ad revenue. Ad revenue, TikTok, all this, all the weirdo Swifties on TikTok talking about the NFL and brands, and I don't know. Someone calculated it. I think probably
3: Darren Ravel <laughs>
0: <laughs> or Goodell himself. Uh, Actually, came up with a song in 2024. It's called "Good Good," featuring Summer Walker and Twenty One Savage. Oh that's about
1: as recent as it gets
0: that's his latest release
1: i
3: give it to him (laughs) you pardon pardon what it what pause um
0: what what do you guys think about yeah like is that just an all-time jam you wouldn't put that above my boo
1: I think it's an all-time jam for sure. I don't think anyone would debate that, but I just, if I'm in the car, I can probably get down to my boo a little bit more.
0: Okay. Okay. So if Tommy were to include one Usher song at the beginning and the end of this show to kind of build up the Super Bowl here, what would it be? Like, what do you think has the best
3: instrumental backtrack? Okay. Yeah, that for sure. Okay. All right. That'll sound right. good on the radio.
0: Even Andrew knows that one.
1: Andrew Ugh. Andrew listens to music. People people that say they don't listen to music. I don't listen to music. I listen to audiobooks and podcasts. That that is like the people who haven't actually read a book since high school. And in high school they only did spark notes. And by spark notes I mean they just got the answers from everyone else. Now they think they can cheat the system and sound smarter by saying they lis- listen to books. Hey, pal, I have Hurt you know yourself,
2: we read before we go to bed, okay, pal? That's, that's how you put the night away.
3: What are you reading right now?
2: It's called The Inheritance
3: Game. You don't have a book. Oh, it's backwards. This is embarrassing. Of course but you would
2: not read You're- of course you would be reading a book by josh pecker
1: yeah we we have gone we have gone from starting our super bowl segment to talking about josh peck how did we what happened
0: got on the books got on the books and here we are reading's good people reading's good for you uh speaking of reading is good for you Kadarius tony um my gosh I don't know if you guys caught the, the Instagram live or whatever the hell it was a couple weeks ago. It was crazy. Wanted to talk about it, but it was so crazy that it didn't even warrant talking about. I just can't believe that they're letting this man take the field for the Super Bowl. I thought he would have been kicked off this team.
3: Yeah, well, he said, he said it was a Giants fans, not Chiefs fans. Oh. So this was old?
1: Well, I don't know if it was old, but he said it was about Giants fans.
3: Uh,
0: What did he say? Okay, so his old old team. Oh, I don't know if it was English, but it was a lot of curse words, a lot of bad things. um, And basically berating everybody in that system It was what it sounded like from the clips that I saw. um,
3: The day after he had his child, brought his child into this world. So, there you have it. I don't know. Kind of weird. I just thought
0: I, I just can't believe they are letting him play. I thought they would release him.
1: I don't think he comes back. I think they probably release him after this year.
0: He thinks he's the number one. He's he could be a a wide receiver one, like as in number one in the league. Does he know
1: that you have to catch the ball?
0: I don't know. Saw him on media day. (laughs) media uh opening night on NFL network. It was something to behold. Oakley Dokley. Oakley Dokley. Well said. Uh only five Kansas City players from the 2019 slash 2020 Super Bowl where they played the 49ers the last time. Uh these two teams met in the Super Bowl. Only five players, which is kind of incredible that there's only five. Two of those being Mahomes and Kelsey, of course. And the 49ers only have seven from that team the last time they were in the Super Bowl. Uh Nick Bosa Uh, I don't know if Warner's one of them, but but yeah, there. That's a little a little wrinkle about this game. Um, and then the last thing is Eric Bieniemy, uh, lost his job as the offensive coordinator for the Commanders, and already back providing support to the Kansas City Chiefs this week. Andy Reid has already brought him in, and he's already talked to the offense. Uh, so people saying looks like Eric Bieniemy might be back in the Chiefs coaching staff, whether that's offensive coordinator or or something else, I don't know there you go
2: what do you think is so going on like i i but now i 100 percent believe ben johnson over the washington commanders because you know there was a backdoor deal for him to be head coach and something went awry and i i'm sure he was throwing a fit and got out of there as soon as possible
0: yeah i don't know seems like a dumpster fire organization you thought that that Organization was on the up and up after uh, Dan was a Dan Dan Schneider, uh, the previous owner, or whatever the hell um, you thought they were on the up and up by getting rid of the owner. But it seems like there's a lot of uh, skeletons still still there in Washington.
1: I just also they they announced after they had already hired Cliff Kingsbury that he wasn't going to be retained. Uh, you think? <laughs>
0: right was he going like, to get like demoted like Eric
1: Bieniemy is going to take a back seat yeah they going to get take a demotion so cliff can, like what are we talking about here i don't know it seems it seems wild that it seems wild that some head coach out there or some owner could just say hey our team sucks and could start with Eric Bieniemy as your offensive coordinator and Mike Vrabel as your defensive coordinator it's mind blowing
0: to me seems way too perfect like Obviously, that would be a good decision, but here we are.
1: It's a perfect head up, head set up for a Dan Campbell type coach. Like, if you can, if there, if ever there, if there's another Dan Campbell type out there and you can get those two guys, good Lord.
0: It's got to be the blueprint that everybody wants to match at this point.
3: Man, I almost wish it's a couple of our coordinators got jobs. People are saying. All right. Super Bowl picks. Uh
0: I know, I know we don't want to make these picks, but here we are. Uh, I'm gonna take the Chiefs. Not got a big, big explanation behind this, but I like the Chiefs. I think positionally, it slightly favors the, the Chiefs. Forty ers got a lot of great players. Brock Purdy, really nice guy, really good quarterback. Um, I think he shows his inexperience here, but the 49ers We'll lose, and the 49ers will be back. 49ers will win a Super Bowl eventually. It's just not going to be this year. Chiefs are in their villain arc. We saw him during media day getting booed. San Francisco fans out in droves in Las Vegas booing the crap out of the Chiefs. I think that only motivates them. It's going to be a good versus evil game, and unfortunately, evil is going to win. Chiefs 24-21. This will be the last time the Chiefs win a Super Bowl for several years. This is
3: gonna be their last one on their run. Uh, I'll take go. I'll take over. I'll go next. Uh we'll go out of
1: order here, not a big deal. I hate to say, I think it's gonna be Chiefs 24-17. I I I think the 49ers are just gonna struggle. Um and I, I just I don't want the Chiefs, I really don't want either team to win. i I'd, I'd prefer the 49ers to win but i just i i i find it hard to bet against Patrick Mahomes at this point as much as i hate to say it it's just like it's hard to pick against him and i don't know it took the, it took the 49ers a a half to figure it out against the lions so i'm not sure that you can have that margin of error against a chiefs team that has been there before and even though they're only bringing back five guys from the super bowl rematch like they've they've got playoff experience they've got Andy Reid uh, I don't know. I think the Chiefs figure out a way to get it done. I think the 49ers' offense is going to struggle.
2: Yep, that uh, that about solidifies it then, because I've got the 49ers winning this one, 38-31. You can almost bet your bottom dollar it's going <laughs> to be out. a, a low-scoring affair, uh, most likely in this Super Bowl. Um, yeah, I just think the 49ers are going to eke this one out. the The Chiefs haven't been what they were in the past. I think if there's ever a year to to beat them in the Super Bowl it's this year. I think this is probably the worst-looking team they've put out there. Um, so I think this is the 49ers chance. Why, why am I getting those looks? You don't think this is a bad Chiefs team? Yeah, Ben. I would agree yeah, with you three weeks ago. Ben. but
0: Three weeks ago, yeah, before the playoffs. But the, to, for what they did against the Bills and then against the Ravens, I mean, this team's on a mission.
2: And I think that mission falls just short. Missions do all the time. Um, womp womp. And here's the thing, I don't think they're going to get back to this game for another three more years. They're going to be out of contention, and it's just no longer their time. They may sneak back in at the end of Patrick Mahomes' career in Kansas City, but I think they're out of it for a while. See, I'm
1: not sure I agree with you guys there. Think, Think about this. We all agree that this was a down year for the Chiefs up until the playoffs. And what's to say they can't reload for next year? I, think, I don't I don't
0: know. I think it's the same situation. Do you remember when Brady had Brady and the Patriots had a couple years like this where they were like, oh, you know, is the magic done in New England? And then, you know, then they won like what three or four more after that? There was a kind of lull period after they lost to the Giants and then had a had a tough start to the one year and Brady got hurt. Uh I think it's a similar situation here. I think shout you're right. Matt Castle. I shout out Matt Castle. There you go. Yeah, got him one of the biggest backup contracts at the time and made a solid backup career for him. Good for him. But uh, I think you're right. I think it's a situation where if, this, if the Chiefs win and Travis Kelsey sends, it goes off, I think at least one to two years off of Super Bowls for the Chiefs. And then it's a potential reload and they win a bunch more. But I, I do think they're, they're in a weird situation where uh, there could be a lull for Kansas City.
2: Just so you know, but,
1: well,
0: let's also, de-
2: sorry, they are sitting at 51 and a half million in cap space estimated going into next season.
0: Oh, yikes. I take back what I said.
2: <laughs> yeah. And, and let's define lull
1: because even in the Patriots lull, they were still winning the AFC East every year and going to the playoffs and, and more than likely the AFC championship outside of when Brady got hurt. And I think the sign of like what made the Patriots so good. They won the Super Bowl against the Rams, fourteen to three. It feels like this is the one where the Chiefs do that. Like now they're don't, they don't—they don't have to rely on Patrick Mahomes because they have the good defense. But at the same time, it's like, all right, well, the defense is stepping up, and just in case the defense has an off game, we've got a future Hall of Famer on the roster. It sucks. The Chiefs are the new Patriots, and I—I I, I think it's going to be like this every single year. I think the Chiefs are just going to keep winning, winning their division, and
0: going to make me sick let me throw a curveball at you what if andy reed retires after a win here or after a loss or whatever what if andy reed retires eventually this season or the or in the future do you think they can win without andy reed at the helm
3: if
1: andy reed goes this isn't that hard of a curveball you're no anibal sanchez if andy reed retires i think they win one more eventually with Andy Reid, if he, if he, let's say Andy Reid coaches for 10 more years, I think they win at least three.
0: Wow. You think Andy Reid could coach for that long? Or are you just saying hy- hypothetically?
1: Well, like we talked about, we, they make cheeseburgers smaller now. So all of a sudden <laughs> he's cutting calories. He's getting a little bit healthier.
0: He's about to turn 66.
1: Yeah. Okay. So let's call it five years. Let's call it five. And they get two more. Him and him and Mahomes get two more. Yeah. But if they win, if they win this weekend, that's three. Even if they only get one more, they're right up there. If they get five, they're right there with with Belichick and Brady. But
0: I don't
3: know. That's crazy. Who knows?
0: Closing time. On this last Wednesday edition.
3: Has
1: dragged out way longer than oh baby. It
0: should. Oh, baby, we're only like forty eight minutes. This is nothing. Um we've got yet another streaming service. Uh nothing announced yet officially, but the rumors, the speculation is ESPN Warner Brothers, which would be TNT TBS, uh, and Fox. A combo of those three. Uh, in including in there, Disney Plus as a roped-in subscription, obviously, with ESPN being owned by Disney. Um, but yet another streaming service that we're going to have to pay for. we got Peacock. we got NFL Plus. we got whatever the hell they name this. Netflix, Amazon Prime. We're going to be paying for everything if we want to watch sports.
2: They can at least make it user-friendly. The Fox app uh, on the television is dog crap. It always fails, always errors. Sign out, sign back in. Same with ESPN. It's trash. As long as we get uh some sort of like if they're going to charge me money for it, they better put some work into their websites. You know who's got a good streaming service? I like Peacock. I find
1: Peacock to be pretty reliable. The content is solid.
2: I like Peacock. They're the Murder She Wrote on Deck. I will say Peacock
0: does have a nice lineup, but I feel like Peacock's doing the thing where they they come in with a low price of $6. It's going to be 12 here in Two years, no doubt. More more NFL games on Peacock, more college football on Peacock. They're going to be raising that price probably by the end of this year.
2: Probably. I'm with you on that one
3: because why not? <laughs> <laughs> Where the hell
0: did you find this picture, bitch?
2: I would like to know as well.
0: <laughs> Where did you get that? Sorry to the shareholders who can't see this, but my God, something just popped up hard in the Google Doc, <laughs> blast from the past, I guess. Still, still looking good. Dog. was. I got it. The, I still got always.
1: it. I'm just trying to scout. I'm trying to scout the next guard for the Lions, and this is what the people are talking about. And <laughs> one a, 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 Oh, it's a deep burn from Elma College. And he looks. Oh, we're
0: leaking. We're, we powerful. leaked his, his. We leaked his region. Now we're leaking his full name.
1: Hey. Bleep that out, Tommy, please. I was so I started laughing so hard because of your reactions that I had to
2: bleep that out, Tommy. The what, div-
1: what are we at, Mark? Mark that
2: the division three uh, quitter. Yeah, he's uh, he's ready to take it to the next <laughs> level. I
0: if I can get bonus points that I'm gonna make up right here, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit you with this, Andrew. I think I remember what jersey number you were? Was it number forty-five?
2: That's impressive, dog. I was 45.
3: Went,
0: went I was sixty-three just in high school. High school 45. What,
2: what was your position?
0: Linebacker.
3: Ah, man. Lay in the wood, boy. Heck Little yeah, Jack man. Campbell JV starter, brah. Watch out. J- JV for in college?
2: Oh, I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, I was a backup varsity, but you know, had to get me some reps.
0: Who could forget the chant that the Alma Scots have too? Scots, 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 Scots.
2: Got to be honest with you. I don't think we were ever good enough to get that chant.
0: Alrighty then. Moving right along. Got some cool, fun things that we're going to be talking about in the offseason. Some segments, some weird stuff. In addition to the already weird stuff that we do. We're going to be talking about Team Jersey. We're going to do a Jersey draft. We'll have you vote on Instagram. Uh, and as well as Spotify, to uh, to rank who you think uh, uh, picks pick the best. Um, but that's that's just scratching the surface. We've got plenty of other things. Once again, shareholders, if you have access to anybody in the Lions front office, coaching staff, team, you know, maybe a janitor at Ford Field, we'd love to interview them. Give them our line. Hit us with the line for those digits. Uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll be back after the Super Bowl. Um, And that'll be the last one before free agency in March. So we'll take about a month off after the Super Bowl and reconvene when free agency starts mid March, right around St. Patrick's Day. Uh, I don't know. Do you guys want me to do story time from from this? What I've got here on the last bullet point, or should we just skip it? Okay, I'll tell you the story. Then there's there's somebody. I don't know where he lives, but he's nearby every morning about seven. Weekends, weekdays, didn't matter. Just straight up hacking up a lung. What do we think this guy's doing? I mean, it's like he's literally hacking up a lung. Are we we thinking he's smoking out there? What do you guys say? What say you?
2: I think the guy might be having an anxiety attack before work, pal. Just leave him alone.
3: One right afterwards, right about about 4.30. Are you taking the edge off? Yeah. (laughs) Edge? What are we picking on this guy? Not everyone's rich enough
1: to blow off Steam playing pickleball.
0: It's true. Although, he lives at a place that has a court. So, what's your excuse? You know? That's what I'd tell him.
3: You can. He's your neighbor. I don't know where he is, though. I can't see... I just hear him. I don't see him. (laughs) Anyways. Poor guy.
0: I'm not going to dox myself like we doxed Andrew in this episode. Tommy, you need to actually cut those things. Uh, click follow, rate five stars. Let's go, Lions! Usher's gonna send us out right after the. Meow. Trump.
3: <laughs>
1: My and last name slipped out. Again. How does yeah, this have you're doing it on purpose? Every fucking time. Every. Fucking time, I don't
0: understand. He's trolling us now at this point.
1: I don't fucking get it, you